If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more streaming platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Do you think he threatens to throw Pep's cigars away? Because I'll come to your office and I'll smoke on his cigars. Yeah. And slap your bald head. <laughs> I wasn't going that far. But... Hello and welcome back to the Off the Crossbar podcast with myself, Regan Walsh, and my co-presenter, as always, Brad. How are you on this Friday morning? Is it weird that I was expecting the weather report still? I mean, I would have usually given it to you, but we've got an action-packed show to get through today, so there isn't any time, as it is the final weekend of club football in England, Germany, France, and Spain, and... We've got games to talk about from midweek in the Premier League, so no time for a weather report. It's all about football now. So we've had a full slate of Premier League games this week, and all 10 games had fans in. I mean, how good was it just to see fans at these games this past week? It was pretty beautiful. You almost forget which atmospheres are seen as the best ones and which ones aren't, which is quite interesting. Mm. They all now seem pretty equal, but obviously... No one will compare on Sunday to the full force of the whole thing. I mean, you can keep dreaming, but it's not that decent. Sorry, I didn't hear much from the straight for didn't we really? <laughs> this past week. <laughs> and all we heard uh, from Tottenham Hotspur standing was boo. <laughs> exactly. Fit onto Tottenham in a minute or two, but there's the big game of the midweek, and that was a replay of last. Saturday's FA Cup final between Chelsea and Leicester City and it was Thomas Tuchel that ran out 2-1 winners with Jorginho scoring a penalty and an unlikely goal for Antonio Rudiger as the Blues managed to secure all three points. Chelsea looked a lot more for this game and really wanted to get that victory over Leicester it seemed. They got their revenge. It's literally yeah. as simple as that. It's big step towards the Champions League qualification that they need. Pretty much oh, it would be a bit massive massive disappointment if they for them if they miss out on that. Yeah. Um Timo Werner, once again. An action packed oh, no. game for the German international. Uh he had got ruled out for offside. There's a one ball that maybe should have but wasn't given and the game, I mean, what are your whole thoughts on Werner's situation in this game? Well, I don't know how he got the first, didn't get the first one. Mm. But how did he get the second one? <laughs> we know which one I'm figuring as a fan. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I mean, we've said this a million and one times on the show, but it, 
the VAR decisions now are just getting more bamboozling with each game and it's never clear as to what is and what isn't a penalty because like you said that first one is more of a penalty than anything that second one been for so like how has that been given yet the first one wasn't for him well we'll never know VAR is this clusterfuck that's ran by a group of people that we perceive to be idiots. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's just how it feels. Watching as a football oh. it, it's just degrading. Yeah. And just, just making, like, I know there was only about 25% of fans in games this week, but even before that, when, when we had full fans last season in uh, stadiums, Sureness of fans celebrating a goal and for it then to be ruled out whether it's offside, which again Werner did have in this game, or a penalty decision, it, it seems to be ruining football, not making it better. Poor Chelsea I had to deal with three of them in the past like five days. Mm. I mean, Werner this season has been involved in 43 offsides. <laughs> Which is the most in all Look, competitions. I want to know how many of those actually resulted in goals. How many you know of those what, times has he put uh, the ball in the net from? <laughs> I would be surprised about 15, 20 knowing this guy this season. He really has been unlucky. Uh, but yeah, like you said, this result puts Chelsea in good stead to get Champions League football and puts the pressure on Le- uh, Leicester City to make a challenge for the top four as they have fallen out of the top four down into fifth place as Liverpool got a result on Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday evening against Burnley winning 3-0 at Birthmore with Roberto Firmino, Nathaniel Phillips scoring in his first goal for the club and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain on the score sheet for Jurgen Klopp's side. Are they actually going to make the top four? Surely not. They're going to finish top three. So, you know, this seems a bit weird enough. I don't rule out anything. Yeah. It really but could how, be. But how have they done this? I, I genuinely, I don't know. Because if you think what, at the start of 2021, everyone was marking them for taking forever to score at home and pick up points and then some of their losses as well this year and now they just seem to have gone on a bit of form but it's also how that Leicester have been on an up and down road recently in terms of league results I mean think back what was it two weeks ago now that loss to Newcastle no one would have expected that yeah but then again I Leicester would be better than they were last season like it's not yeah as bad as big a drop off but, they but I mean I think they completely disappointed if they do miss out. I mean, they would have said the FA Cup or Champions League will have the FA Cup, thanks. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, it's the first time in their history that they've won the FA Cup. It's not really good to be in the position where they were, so clear of third and fourth to then potentially miss out on Champions League football next season. Which would be an incredible uh, feat for Liverpool if they do come over and rescue that. Right, elsewhere in the Premier League this week, on Tuesday, Leeds United beat Southampton 2-0 to uh, secure a top 10 finish for the first time uh, in their return to the Premier League. Very well-worked game from Marcelo 
Yeah. Like, it was weird. I was watching that first half when it did seem like Southampton were having the better of the game. Like they were mm. probably unlucky not to score. But Leeds did what Leeds do. This myth of Marcelo Bielsa team is just not playing well in like the second half of the season because they tail off is clearly exactly what it, they say it is. It's a myth. Yeah. They, they, they're just uh, non-existent right now. And have proven many doubters, including myself, wrong this season. I mean, I had them go straight back down because obviously I wasn't expecting that uh, Bielsa ball to work in the Premier League. And obviously their first time back in the Premier League in 14 years. I just thought they were going to struggle. But credit to them. They've managed to do it really well. And I think if they sharpen up defensively next season, then they should be all... It's a long way to go next season, until the end of next season. No one knows what's going to happen. I mean, we don't know whether Bielsa is going to be there because I think he's on a, a rolling contract, as always. So his contract yeah, does come to the end of, the end of this season. Yeah. I mean, it's like he will likely stay at the club. Not only a massive shock, but an almighty blow if he was to walk out now. Yeah, I think if he was to go, then they would probably struggle next season. Yeah, uh, then again, it would depend on who they bring in. But uh, don't worry, Leeds fans, as far as we're aware, at this moment in time recording, Bielsa will be staying next season. Right, elsewhere on Tuesday, Manchester United and Fulham played out. If you don't, you know, they're going to hate when they find out Dean Smith's probably in the running. Wow. <laughs> If you see some of that, they despise Dean Smith. And I don't know why. <laughs> no hatred, but... Was it not because of that know. incident two years ago? Yeah, they've three years, years ago now. It's just a mini rivalry in his brood now. Just on the back of that incident. Yes. Uh, elsewhere, Man United and Fulham played out a 1-1 draw. A wonderful goal by Edison Cavani. Gave Man United the lead uh, with a love shot from 40 yards out. Eric Cantona-esque, you got to say? Last time I checked, Eric Cantona was onside when he scored his one. Eric who? Cantona. Listen, leave me alone. That's what it sounded like you just said. Malfunctioning tonight. Like... <laughs> uh, yeah, but it wasn't enough for Man United uh, as they were pegged back late on with Joe Bryan scoring the goal for Fulham. But means nothing for United. They've already wrapped up second place with Leicester dropping points to Chelsea. And their focus now is just going to be on next Thursday when they play in the Europa League final. Are you going to sit there and tell me? Fulham obviously didn't touch that ball. That's a yes. He touches that ball. He himself? He said he didn't touch it. No, I'm going to take the player's word because he's he's closer to the action than I ever was at that. So I'm taking his word over anyone else's. We take his word for it because, you know, Manchester United player said at Old Trafford that he didn't do anything wrong. Oh, well, he's right then. (laughs) Believe him. Jury's out. Elsewhere in the Premier League on Tuesday, Brighton beat Manchester City 3-2. 
I mean, City were winning 2-1 as well. I mean, they did play the majority of the game with 10 players after Joao Cancelo got sent off early. Brighton, 3-2 winners, man. Wow. <laughs> the way he said that, an absolute surprise. But no, they were pretty, pretty well. Man City just seems to have tired yeah. off. Waiting for the Champions League final. Yeah. Uh, there seemed to be a bit of altercation between Pep Guardiola and Graham Potter after the game. Um, the argy-bargy. seemed to be that, yeah, seemed Guardiola wasn't happy with how Potter was reacting to the win, which I don't know why he's complaining for. It's not like he did the full-on Adebayor knee slide in front of Pep Guardiola, is it? Do you think he threatens to throw Pep's cigars away? Because like, I'll come to your office and I'll smoke on your cigars, you. And slap your bald head. <laughs> I wasn't going that far, but... Uh, <laughs> just... yeah. You let me down that alleyway, so I'm sorry. I had to go down there. Just put me a stag on a cigar just to calm himself down now. <laughs> yeah, he does. That video, he seems at his best when he has a cigar on him. Cigar, mm-hmm. bit of wonder wall on the back, in the background. That will calm him down in time for the Champions League final next week. Uh, uh, on Wednesday, Everton beat Wolves 1-0. Newcastle beat Sheffield United by the same scoreline. Arsenal put three past Crystal Palace in Roy Hodgson's last home game in charge of uh, the Eagles after he announced earlier on this week that he would be leaving after four years at the club. West Ham beat West Bromwich Albion by the same scoreline and then after the game West Brom manager Sam Allardyce also said he'd be stepping down at the end of this season and the big game or the big talking point obviously was between your side Aston Villa and Tottenham possibly the greatest own goal in Premier League history I really talked about Villa's goal season <laughs> I mean what, how did Sergio Reguilon even do that? You saying this is all on Reguilon, but I call this masterful assist by Marvellous Nakamba. Marvellous by name, marvellous by nature. That was so weird. I was literally just... <laughs> the Zimbabwean Kante, you could say. <laughs> That is uh, a bit. No, Spurs are terrible. Canberra, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been a bad, bad year for them, and obviously got worse at half time and full time, where their players were booed off the pitch following the results. Like I said, bad fourteen team. months away, and the first game they've all come back and they booed them off. <laughs> Just... Yeah. Oh, it's not ideal, really, is that? No. Not ideal in the slightest. And it, could that have been Harry Kane's last home game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? You've only had to see the scenes at the end and the interview that Gary Neville has managed to secure that says, I'm off, see you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In short summary, he does. Did you see there's like a free... There was like a three-second clip that went around the AVFC hashtag as well that I saw and it's Kane mouthing... Oh God, what was it now? It weren't great. It was way. It was no, no, it was against his own team. Obviously, not about us. Christ, he <laughs> wants to come to us. <laughs> 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 We've already offered ten million pounds in Kane and Davis. 
<laughs> oh, I forgot what he was now, but he says, like, it's something along the lines of, I can't fucking be asked with this anymore. Like, around those lines. It's very words. Yeah. I'm going to find it. Carry on. Well, uh, yeah, not the best of uh, evenings for Spurs. And did we mention the Liverpool game? I completely forgot what we have now. Like, well, no, we, yeah, I think we did. I don't know how we didn't. <laughs> how have you done that? Yes. Uh, so it, we are going down to the final day of the season for the places in Europe. Third down to ninth can all get a European place. And it will be interesting to see who does get the final European place. This is um, obviously third and fourth get Champions League, fifth and sixth get Europa League, and seventh place has to uh, qualify for the Europa Conference League, which is obviously the new tournament that comes into play next season. Uh, and a quick look ahead to this weekend's games for those that uh, are keen. Aston Villa play Chelsea at 4 o'clock. All games kick off at 4 o'clock, so that'll be an interesting watch. Leicester City play host to Tottenham Hotspur. Both teams needing to win to get into their respective European competitions. Liverpool play host to Crystal Palace. Again, Crystal Palace are Liverpool's bogey team in recent years. I mean, there has been a few thumping defeats in favour of Liverpool, but everyone thinks back to 2014 season, aka Chris Stanball. So don't ever write off Crystal Palace, Manchester City versus Everton in a very interesting game. Will Manchester City field a weak squad or will Pep Guardiola go all strong as they want to celebrate their title in style in front of their fans and Arsenal play host to Brighton at the Emirates Stadium with the Gunners having a small chance of making the Europa Conference League. I mean, it's going to be a very exciting final weekend in the Premier League, isn't it? We better be. I mean, we have an actual chance of having a massive say in the top four. Yeah. Unfortunately for you lot, you're not involved in it in terms of you potentially being in that fourth space. But I give it a few years. Maybe next year. <laughs> uh, right. It's weird. And I as mentioned, and... and it was everywhere. So I what it was. Someone will find it. Yes. And it's also the final weekend in La Liga this weekend with the title to play for between Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. Obviously, the two teams aren't playing each other this weekend. Real Madrid, they play host to Unai Emery's Villarreal and Atletico Madrid, they travel to Real Valladolid on Saturday evening. Both games kicking off at five o'clock UK time. Atletico need just a point and they will secure the total if Real Madrid drop points. A uh, win, obviously, for Atletico, then the champions no matter what. But Real Madrid need a win and hope Atletico lose or draw and outscore Atletico Madrid for them to uh, retain or become champions, which is going to be a very entertaining game, keeping an eye on those two this weekend. Yeah, many permutations with this mm. one but it's hard to call and for Atletico this would be embarrassing if they mess this up yeah I mean they had such a big lead at one stage this season and now to only be two points in it, having to come down to the last day of the season as to who wins the title between themselves and Real Madrid it's, like you said it would be embarrassing if they bottle this 
if we're being honest, there's one guy in that Atletico team who is not going to let that happen, and he's bound to try and aim for a masterclass. And that is Luis Suarez, of course. I mean, how apt would it be? Barcelona, let him go. And the first season he goes, he goes and wins Atletico Madrid, the league title. It seems like it's written in the stars for this to be the next chapter of an uh, incredible fairy tale of a uh, crazy year at Barcelona. Just injecting the veins, Barcelona, just another transfer error. Mm. And Barcelona themselves can actually finish as low as fourth if they were to lose this weekend as they play uh, Ibar away and fourth place Sevilla win. And Sevilla themselves, they travel to, uh, sorry, play host to Alaves on Sunday evening. However, um, they are unlikely to change. But what could change is fifth, sixth and seventh in La Liga as uh, only a point separates Real Sociedad, Real Betis and Villarreal. So obviously we mentioned Villarreal. They have the big game against Real Madrid and are currently in seventh place, currently qualifying for next season's Europa Conference League. Real Betis, who are above them, they travel to Celta Vigo and Real Sociedad, they travel to Osasuna uh, for those games as it is all to play for for those last couple of European spots. And then down at the bottom of the table, Four teams can go down between Huesca, LJ, Real Valladolid and Ibar. So there's permutations at both ends of the table then in Spain. Very interesting to keep an eye out on. Yeah, seems that way. Uh, always a close one. But yeah, it's just nice for there to be more than a title race actually going on in La Liga. Yeah, and the title race actually going down to the last day for, for what feels like the first time in a long time. And speaking of a title race going down to the wire, we head over to France now and the Liege 1 Uber Eats League where three teams can still win the league. And they are Lille, PSG and Monaco. (laughs) No, but in case people wanted to order off Uber Eats, I thought why not include Uber Eats? Are you expecting a phone call from Uber right now (laughs) for the sponsorship? Is that that why? Is this you just going... If they want to sponsor the... (laughs) If you want to sponsor the podcast, I'll happily let them do so. But yeah, three-way title I mean, not race for the being final... The Uber Eats off the crossbar podcast. No, wouldn't. That's not going to happen. Uh, we know just a three-way title race, race on the final. <laughs> no, I'm more of a just eight man. Three-way title. <laughs> okay, now you have. Uh... Three-way title race on the final day of the season. How exciting is that going to be, man? I'm, I'm all here for it. You have the underdogs, the powerhouses, and then this absolute outside bed that nobody cares for. Uh-huh. Yep, and that is a perfect summary of it. So PSG, they travel to Brest in second, uh, obviously PSG in second place, one point behind Lille. Lille themselves, they uh, travel to Angers and Monaco, they travel to Lens, which is going to be very interesting uh, to see where they finish. But also PSG, if they lose and Monaco and Lyon win, they could finish as low as fourth, although it takes Lyon a miracle to finish above PSG because PSG have the superior goal difference. Uh, but it's still possible that they would have to go through the qualification periods 
of the Champions League PSG, which would be incredible scenes. Give it to me. <laughs> uh, elsewhere in uh, Liege 1, the last place for the Europa Conference League between Lens and Rennes is up for grabs as there's only one point separating the two sides. And quite funny about Lens, I know we say about Leeds quite a lot on the podcast, but uh, Lens's goal difference is nearly identical, scored 55 and conceded 54. Is it just a thing with teams beginning with L? I think it must be. I've never uh, been to Lens. Is he like Leeds? Yeah, <laughs> uh, never been there myself. I haven't even been to Leeds, to be honest. <laughs> no, I haven't, and I don't ever want to. Uh, even it, down at the bottom of just insulting Leeds and Uber Eats. <laughs> what has this become? <laughs> uh, that's what happens when we have to record this for the fourth time today. We're not to Tottenham, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, and even down at the bottom for the last uh, relegation playoff place, it's still all to play for. From 13th down to 18th, they can still be involved in that relegation playoff. So those teams are Rems, Bordeaux, Strasbourg, Brest, Lorient and Nantes. We've two points separating Nantes in 18th and Rem in 13th. I mean, how crazy is that? All them teams could potentially be relegated if they were to lose the playoff. Pretty mental. I wouldn't want to be the guy tracking that one this weekend. Oh, I mean, could you imagine Jeff Stelling trying to cover that this weekend on Soccer Saturday? We get Jeff Stelling trying to cover it. Imagine Paul Mercer trying to cover that. I get all the same there from the first start. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, all to play for both ends of the table in Liege 1, and that is something we love to see heading into the last day of action. Over in Germany as well the title is wrapped up but there is still some places left to be sought out and that is mainly between Union Berlin and Borussia Mönchengladbach Stuttgart and Freiburg for the Europa Conference League place Union Berlin have a one point advantage over Mönchengladbach whilst they have a two point gap over Stuttgart and Freiburg heading into Saturday's action Berlin, they play host to RB Leipzig. Freiburg, they travel to Eintracht Frankfurt. Mönchengladbach, they travel to Werder Bremen. And Stuttgart, they play host to Arminia Bielfeld, who themselves are in a fight for survival. So they can finish uh, 17th and be relegated or even involved in the relegation playoff as well. Uh, So the three teams at the bottom that are still involved are Cologne, who play host to bottom side Schalke, Werder Bremen, who we said are playing Borussia Mönchengladbach, and Arminia Bielefeld have to travel to Stuttgart. So, again, it's another league where there's still quite a lot to play for, and it's going to be a very interesting weekend over in Germany, despite the title being wrapped up already. There are going to be many tears across Europe <laughs> this weekend with all the relegations going on. Yeah, it's going to be incredible to see. And finally, over to Italy, where there's still permutations to be sorted out. So, oh my God. we know Inter Milan have wrapped up the league. Atalanta have secured, well, have secured Champions League four, haven't secured second place, but they could do with a point this weekend. However, AC Milan, Napoli 
and Juventus are fighting for the last two places in the Champions League, with Juventus currently outside by a point. So, I mean, could you imagine? No Ronaldo in the Champions League next season for Juve. This has been the talking point of every single podcast that we've done. Ronaldo will in no way in hell be playing in the Europa League. And neither will Juve if they do get exported from Syria, Juve, which exactly. has been talked about. So that's going to be interesting watch. And then uh, the only other bit in Italy, you got Roma and Sassuolo fighting out for the Europa Conference League place. So Jose Mourinho could technically come in next season without any European football. And that is it. Ideally, imagine Europa Conference League final. Roma versus Tottenham. Oh my God, that is... Well and truly written in the stars, isn't it, for next year? Checks it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, going to be a great weekend of football uh, all across Europe as well as here in England. Right, it's now on. Go on. Well, I wondered where you were going to go next because I wanted to talk on... The championship playoffs that comes sure, out this weekend. Actually, yeah, um, championship football. We've obviously had the first legs uh, earlier on this week. But are still extremely close. Bournemouth won the first game 1-0 with Arno Danjuma scoring the only goal there. And Barnsley 1-0 with Andre Ayew scoring the only in that one. So both are set up for class finals again they take place on Saturday after uh, one at Saturday afternoon one Saturday evening Brentford Bournemouth is the first game at the Liberty Stadium at half past 12 while Swansea will play host to Barnsley at the Liberty Stadium at half past six who's gonna who's gonna get there who's going to the final saying who's gonna be back there but who's gonna be the Troy Deeney of these playoffs who is going to have that pristine Glorious moments. I mean, after them first legs, I actually can't call it. Well, that's the thing with the first legs. They're always tight. Mm. Like, it's very rare a team clears away. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't call these second legs. <laughs> it's going to be really interesting. So it's going to be the, I think, it's the first time that the Brentford Community Stadium is going to have fans in since it was... Uh, I feel like they did have them in, not in the last run. Though if you remember the tier lists, God, they feel so long ago. <laughs> I think because London was obviously fine, I think Brentford may have had them in. But this will be the first time they've properly had them in. So yeah, um, a uh, massive game for it. Yeah, a big attendance, because obviously beforehand, it was only like, was it two to 4,000 they were previously allowed in? Something like that. I mean, the tailies feel so long ago. <laughs> it's only been a couple of months. About four, four or five months, I think. Yeah, but yeah, like you Sticking said, proper experience though. at. Sticking it to football. Yeah. Brentford are slowly tanking the mantra of constant bottle jobs you know, away from Leeds. They're becoming a modern day Nottingham Forest as well. 
was it Forest that were doing it before Leeds? Because you know Leeds have been doing it forever. Yeah, Forest were doing it. <laughs> Leeds now it seems to be Brentford's turn to be the team that are always in and around the player and then just drop off. Like they're a good team. They're a very good team, and I would be yeah. quite terrified what would happen if they were in the Premier League. Mm. But it's going to a point now. They're too good for the championship. <laughs> Yeah, but they just can't seem to get over that, that final hurdle, it seems. And they've made it so much harder for themselves after that first leg. Yeah. Oh, too close to call. Uh, down in League One as well, we've had uh, their first set of playoffs as well. Um, Blackpool have a 3-0 lead over Oxford and Lincoln City have a 2-0 lead over Sunderland, which is... A surprise of their results, you gotta say, so far in the playoffs. Blackpool versus Lincoln is a very different matchup, and an unexpected matchup for those playoffs. Unexpected is a bit of an understatement. I mean, I don't think they get Lincoln about a at the start. pretty good season, Sunderland are just a bit meh compared to the rest of them. Yeah, if Sunderland don't go much for Lincoln being in the championship next season. Contrary Agreed. to what was contrary to what was being said in the the messenger chats last night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lincoln, down really. in <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh down in League Two as well, we've had the first set of playoffs. Newport County beat Forest Green Rovers. 2 0 on Tuesday, and then on Thursday evening, Morecambe beat Tramir Rovers 2 1. And Tramir obviously had their number one fan in attendance in Mike Dean, who's at the game as he was interviewed uh, by Sky Sports beforehand. <laughs> nice it's to see you. Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> it's just no, he's just a fan. He's watching the game and he's just got like an earpiece at the same time and he's hearing what's happening. <laughs> So, right. Uh, right. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I can't see, but it sounds like it should be a penalty. So, yeah, go on then. <laughs> uh, a reminder that the League Two player final, uh, semi final, second leg will take place on Sunday. Both games, Morgan Tramia first, and then Vice Green Rovers Newport County in the evening. And the League One second legs are this Saturday, no, this evening. Blackpool play Oxford, and then on Saturday afternoon, it's the second leg of Sunderland versus Crystal Palace. Kicking off at a weird time, 3.30. I don't know, schedules are ruined nowadays, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah but 3.30 for a game of football is really extremely weird. It's extremely weird, as is 6 o'clock in the evening. Yeah, but that's what the TV companies do too, yeah. Well, hey, it's the Sooner fans are back in, yeah. Hopefully that ends. Yeah. Um, right. That is a lot of football talked about. Uh, next week's show will be our last roundup show of the you season. You've actually got some of the bigger news items. I haven't. Have you not? Well, Ooh. I have them written down. Considering you know, as you said, we've recorded this four times already. So, and we've said these. I didn't minutes. say we was ending. He said I was ending it. I was just saying this is you the last show. Chris, this is what it sounded like you were about to. 
Never, because I know we've still got some talking points. So this is the last uh, preview show. <laughs> uh, this last, second last preview show, and on Monday will be our last roundup show of the regular season. Obviously, we'll have content based around the Euros when that comes around. Um, I'll hand over to you then for these other news talking points. Well, no, I mean, you just wanted to mention because obviously Ruben Diaz was announced today as the Football Writers Association's Footballer of the Year, which is basically the Player of the Season award that's not awarded by the PFA. Yeah, um, thoroughly deserved. Incredible season for Man City. An absolute stalwart at the back on the Pep Guardiola side and has massively improved John Stones, you've got to say. No, if he has improved John Stones, he gets more of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other story, if you have seen this, in concerns the Argentinian side River Plate. So I'll, yes, let, you, I'll, let, you, I'll, I'll let you explain this one because I've deleted the story now of my photos. <laughs> uh, so it was a game between River Plate in uh, Argentina, obviously. The and uh, I remember the game. It cut the coffee delivered to the doors. Dores against Independiente Dores. Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Now, River Play, obviously, because COVID has been extremely bad in South America, they've had 20 players ruled out due to COVID. So they appealed to Comunibol, which is the association of like South American football, to get the game postponed until they could have fit players but they said no so they had to play their game then so the game goes ahead and in goal as all four keepers of uh river plate are ruled out with covid steps midfielder enzo perez who is also slightly injured and he has to go in goal for them for the whole 90 minutes and what makes matters even worse for river plates is they don't have any substitutes available at all not once it's, it's just like some is that well Saturday League? You never had subs really. No, so you just play with who's turned up, and you know if we make a sub, we do it at half time. Don't do it yeah. during the game. Just <laughs> and what's even more incredible, River Plate ended up winning two one on the evening, and Perez was awarded with the Man of the Match award for his uh, display in goal. I mean, yeah, if that doesn't. <laughs> If that doesn't sum up South American football, I don't know what does. We'll we'll postpone the game if like five players have caught it. The game would get postponed to over yeah, but South America. I always knew Man City should have played Carl Walker in goal. Absolutely incredible. And speaking of incredible, there was some great news on Thursday regarding Cardiff City defender Sol Bamba after he announced that he is cancer-free following his battle with Hodgkin lymphoma, which is absolutely incredible to see. And it's good to make a quick recovery and uh, hopefully get to see him in his best next season for the bluebirds. Any more points I may have missed? No, I believe that is all. We had predictions, Lee. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> That's weird. The connection. Yes. Our connection's gone slightly frosty again, but we we march on. 
as the Leeds fans will say. Yes. Um, so it is already wrapped up in terms of the predictions league. This is our final week. You finished last week on 121 points. I'm on 161. So it is impossible yeah. for you to catch me, even if I don't have a single correct score and you have them all correct. So much so for this one, I've already so, given you the guard of honour. Thank you very much. Even if it was, I take it with you, great pride. Well, even if it was the video of the Liverpool one against Man City, which offended you greatly. Massively, two of the my rival teams, but still, a guard of honour is a guard of honour. Uh, go on then. So, what other games you got for us? Okay. I start with Aston Villa versus Chelsea. Um, well, with Chelsea fighting for the title, uh, not the title, sorry, top four. I don't know where I got the title from. I've gone back in time a few years. But um, yeah, I think Chelsea are going to win this 2-1. Very interesting. You've obviously got Chelsea to finish in the top four then. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I'm calling the ultimate bottle job here because they're going to lose this. 2-1. The boys will come through. Chelsea will not care so much about starting a very strong lever in this game. I mean, I mean, it does mean nothing at all, but I still think that's a silly prediction for you. Oh, well, it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, uh, yeah. What's uh, game two, then? So for game two, I give you Leicester City against Tottenham. Again, both teams fighting for European spots on different levels, of course. Oh, I, I can only see this going one way, and that's a Leicester 2-0. I will match you with this one, and I will also say 2-0 to Leicester. Okay. One of the few times you've actually agreed with me this season on the exact scoreline. I was probably expecting a lot of them. You probably should have done it more often. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for next season. Right. <laughs> Third game is obviously Liverpool against Crystal Palace. Uh, Do you back again, another Palace masterclass at Anfield? Unfortunately, I don't. Sorry, Roy Hodgson and Palace fans, but I think it's going to be an entertaining game. However, Jürgen Klopp's side are going to win and I'm going to give them a 3-2 victory. Oh, how wrong you are. <laughs> because I'm backing a Christian Benteke masterclass. He's going to score for the fifth game in a row. And he's going to make it 1-0 to Crystal Palace, in which they will then ultimately lose by three goals to one. Because <laughs> I'm about to call you up because in the earlier recording you had the three one. I mean, Christian Benteke could still score in my game. I'm not ruling that out. Exactly. I've just predicted yeah, Benteke to both do unprecedented. The tank is back. Well, true. Oh God, don't take us back the six, seven years ago. I don't know how long ago we was that video, but it's in long time. Events, okay. Events, okay. <laughs> Get on to the European games. Get on to the European games. Uh, you, you've just embarrassed yourself, you've embarrassed yourself now. Get on to the European games. 
uh, are going for Real Madrid against Unai Emery's Villarreal. Do you predict bad evening or good evening? In terms of Real Madrid winning La Liga, it's going to be a bad evening. It'll be a good evening for a game-wise, and I'm going to go for an absolute Desmond 2-2 is the score line. I'll back you in the draw. I don't believe Real Madrid are winning the Liga. This will end 1-1. Okay. And for game five, ultimate game? It is the other La Liga clash. Real Valladolid. Yeah. I can't say Valladolid. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> it's perfectly done. <laughs> You've had an absolute nightmare there. I can't say I Real Valladolid. It says Real Valladolid perfectly when he says you can't say it. Oh, that's brilliant. Against Atletico Madrid is that? Well, it's not Atletico, it's Atletico, so that's on you. Um, Simeone's side are going to win this quite comfortably, and I'm going to go 3 1. Yeah, I'd match you in that, although I think they're going to win 2 0. Okay, and the final game. Oh, we, we, we have to end the Predictions League in perfect fashion. How else can we do that? But take another trip down under. How many times do I have to say stop with the Australian accent? It is awful. It's awful, and yet every single time you proceed to join in. So I don't know why you can play. <laughs> but game six is, well, at least it has a level of intrigue this time around, because it is the Sydney Derby between Sydney FC and Western Sydney Wanderers. Now, I did do a little bit of research. This is going Which to be is the literally cheating. It's not. It is. We literally I mean, said that we research talked... was not allowed for these games that we don't know anything about. That's what to say. It can't be cheating, considering we do the research for the Premier League games in full detail. The um, that's what we know about that stuff I'm not waking up at 7 o'clock in the morning to watch Sydney <laughs> so the first game the first game between the two sides was a one-all draw and then the second game which was at the start of the month Western Sydney won 3-2 however I'm going to go for the same scoreline but this time in favour of Sydney FC I'm going to go with Sydney FC to win 3-2 I call you cheating bastard not cheating. You are you bloody dinger. So it's gonna end Stop two one. It's gonna end two one to Western Sydney. Okay. Back to the West. Gotta go uh, Sure, whatever. Um right. You hate Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Nothing could get get used to this. You go into a women's world cup. You always did that. You're gonna hear the accent all the time. Yeah, um, so speaking on that, actually, they announced on Thursday <laughs> evening... <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, you, 100% you are. There's a reason why I've stopped doing the accent. Um, they announced the dates for when that 2023 World Cup in New Zealand and Australia will be taking place, and that is the 20th of July to the 20th of August 2023. Bit of a right. Weird thing to plug, but... <laughs> 
Well, it's because FIFA announced it yesterday, so that's why I was talking about it. Um, anything else from the world of football that we may have missed? I believe that is everything there. Okay, uh, like we said earlier, we'll be back at the start of next week to wrap up all the crazy action on the final day in France, Spain, Germany, and of course, the big action here in England. Until then, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Download us if you're listening to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and give us a like rating as well. And until then, it's goodbye from myself and goodbye from Brad. See ya. And we'll see you soon.